and talent on this show sometimes it's a whole chaos of scheduling and various things are coming up and what are our thoughts and beliefs and holy moly because life happens man really use some peace right now yes that's our theme i opened up the wrong damn notes I opened up Groundhog Day. <laughs> I'm looking at it again. Well, what's funny about that is I watched the movie this morning and I wanted to talk about it. And I'm like, oh, oh that's is it Groundhog Day if we talk about Groundhog Day two weeks in a row on Moped Outlaws? Yeah, of course. Oh right, what do you think? <laughs> it's so emotionally rewarding. It's so amazing to see him go through this transition of centering on himself until he finally reaches the point where he's doing for everyone else. And as a result, all of the things that were missing, his sense of satisfaction, his sense of peace, his sense of connection, his desire to have a relationship, it all falls into place when what he does is let go of everything, attachment, everything. Yeah. Because that, you know, there's it's still like we talked about it last week. There's that scene with the date, with the ice sculptures, all that, where it seems like everything's perfect, but it's still about him. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go perfect, you know? And so, yeah, he's really got to, it's almost like you've got to be in hell and grateful that you're there. And then suddenly it's heaven. Well, it's no longer hell when you finally realize that just being is all there is. Yeah. It's not hell or heaven. It's just being. It's just peace. Right. Peace, love, and understanding, which is uh, our theme for today's podcast. Peace. Yeah. So, I was not at peace the past 24 hours. Yeah. 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 Well, Man. you're still better. You're still more towards the peace end of the schedule than the folks that are in the Ukraine. Yeah, I suppose. And the site is live. So that's what happened is I was going live with a new site that we had worked on. And uh, someone at the hosting gave me bad advice. And the new files started to get overwritten by the old files. So... And then it was just a perfect storm. So then like I'm working with support and they recover the new files, but it's not quite all there. There's missing pieces. And then they started having server trouble. So things were just crashing and falling apart. Sometimes the universe works in really fucked up ways. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's so funny. That reminds me of my eldest daughter has this project where she's to create a box. So you take, you know, a real box and on the outside, you put what you believe people's perspective of you is. And then inside you put your perspective of what you think you really are. 
And on her box, a very big thing that you see right when you look at it on the outside is stupid. (laughs) She thinks everyone thinks she's stupid, which I don't think is real. But, you know, that's her perspective. That's what she believes is real. She's not at peace with herself. Well, there's, you know, what's interesting is she's not at peace with herself in the world, which I think is like my vibe too, to a degree, my challenge. Like I'm at peace with myself. I'm not at peace with myself in the world. So what's on the inside of her box? Well, it was cool. It had like a lot of emotions because that was the other thing is she had a stone wall on the outside. Like people think she's unemotional, but inside she was like a plethora of emotion. And um, I can't remember everything. She was still, it was a work in progress. It didn't didn't stay (laughs) stupid though. No, it sure did. And she's not. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of an interesting concept of the level of our own sense of what's pe- what peace is, is related to what we think about ourselves versus what other people think of us and what we think other people think of us. Yeah. Like you and I have spoken of relationships before and there's, you know, if I think someone doesn't love me or care for me, then that's how I act as though that is real. And there's therefore that thought? Oh, go on. Oh, well, yeah. So the finishing thought is therefore I put them into that role, whether that's real or not. Yes, sir. Creating your own reality there. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like peace is the f- every thought flowing positively and joyfully. Yeah. Or at least not trying to corral the thoughts of people other than ourselves before we know what they are. <laughs> Well, that's a step towards it for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we we make so much uncomfortability. We make ourselves so uncomfortable with our <clears throat> projections about what people think about us or what what we imagine people think about us. Yeah, it ain't peace. In fact, it's like the more we think about how we look to other people, the less at peace we're going to be. If we put judgment on it, like we could consider that and it's all okay. Like whatever they think, like I could think, yo, people look at me and see a hippie. I don't care. You know, it doesn't bother me. I don't care if you see me, you know, as a hippie. Um, So I'm at peace with that. Robin in her class, again, she has a lot of this, these classes she takes. I like them a lot because they're all about child development. So they get into the psyche and what's a healthy environment and all that. 
And this one uh, lecture she saw, the guy was talking about how, generally speaking, we have a concept of a good person or a bad person. And he said, that's not really true. It's closer to the truth is like if you look and you think that's a clean person. Well, that's not a character trait. It's an action they take throughout the day to keep themselves groomed. So a good person is really actions taken throughout the day. It's a behavior. Right. And the positive I see that is it's a chosen behavior. So anyone at any given time can choose to change their behaviors. Depending on whether they are at peace with the new behaviors or not. Well, that's their choice. <laughs> you dinkledoiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no monkey dog. Today is dinkledoiter. Yes, well, it's the year of the monkey dog. No, it isn't. It's the year of the tiger. Right. The monkey dog tiger. <laughs> Yeah, when we were when I was thinking about the episode today, I was like, okay, there's inner peace and peace of mind and the peace of our collective communities, right? Peacekeepers, cops, and then there's war and peace. And I started to think about John and Yoko and that song that they put out for Christmas that year that says, "Peace is is there if you want it." Peace, war is over if you want it. And I'm like, okay, is peace the opposite of war? And did they record that right before he bounced to L.A.? (laughs) In other words, that's a real easy thing to put on a billboard, but can you live it? I don't know. And... I find myself feeling a little bit of resentment at you for you trying so hard right away just to fuck with John Lennon and Yoko's idea of peace. (laughs) I'm just stating a fact. No, you stated it as a question so that it would support your idea of chaos that was coming out of John Lennon. So you could be critical of, of his sentiments around peace as if somehow that would be valuable. It is valuable. Yeah. It's not bringing me any peace, though. (laughs) Yeah, here's a billboard. Do you feel better? Let me write a little song. (laughs) All we are saying. Well, it's not just give peace a chance. It's war is over if you want it. And that was the piece that that was so interesting to me. The P-I-E-C-E that was interesting to me was, you know, could we just decide to be at peace? And if everyone in the world, like John and Yoko are saying in that song, if everyone in the world just made the commitment to stop being aggressive and to stop engaging in conflict with each other, would it do it? Would it shift the whole thing? And I think on some level, it's true. Like, it's really just about us all deciding we're no longer going to make war on each other. Yeah. And in that is the realization of um, no fear, no threat. Like that's where a lot of it all comes from is the, the, the thought of a threat, you know, attacking like, 
Oh, those red hatters. They're ruining my life. They make life hard. They're just so stupid. Uh, punch one. And so. So you have to feel it inside yourself in order to see its value, though. You have to have an experience of peace. You have to really know it. Yeah. In order to cultivate it. Right. Because otherwise it just feels like, well, let's keep fighting. And that's part of what I mean is like. It's so. The surface is a bumper sticker on your car that says coexist. Or a billboard in New York that says war is over. That's, that's such a surface thing. It, it doesn't necessarily limit itself to that. Like you've talked about the experience you had with the person that said that had the bumper sticker that flipped you off. Yeah, cut me off. And I was right. like, <laughs> And the implication you're making is that John Lennon got in a limousine and did heroin all the way to L.A., which we know he did in a, some discussions. We've heard the story of the lost weekend or whatever. But no, oh, it was a year. He was in yeah. L.A. for a year. And that. But here's do the they thing. coincide? Who knows? No, but that's not the thing I'm saying. He bounced because he and Yoko were at war. I've never heard that before. That's why he bounced, man. He was like, this fucking wasn't working. Relationship is hell. I'm out of here. I'm going to L.A. He didn't I've like, never heard that before. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why else would he leave? Because he wanted to get high and fuck around. Oh, he was not happy in the relationship. Okay. So he found, I'm going to be really un-PC here. So he found another Oriental girl to hook up with. Did he? I never heard of that. Yeah. I forget her name. May something in L.A. Like for a year. That was part of that whole chaos of debauchery and drinking and madness. See, what I heard was that he got he decided that he was going to have lots of drugs and he had lots of drugs and casual sex. But I never heard of this other person before. Yeah. For some reason, there's a story of a tampon on his head or something like in some nightclub. There's a picture of him and he's just out of his head. And anyway. Wow. Well. You never really opined on, opined on whether you thought if we all just collectively decided that we weren't going to engage in conflict anymore, if there we could successfully create peace. Well, I think we will have successfully created peace when that happens. Mm-hmm. That will that is peace. So that means if you are listening to this podcast right now, you can decide right now that you are going to choose peace from this moment forward and do your part for world peace. Fight for it. (laughs) Peace club. First rule of peace club is everybody knows there's peace. (laughs) Second rule of peace club. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, you know, when we talked about this episode, one of the things you brought up was peace is the acceptance of good and evil. Right, because you resolve the conflict. Right. Should we fight about it? Yeah. Round one. Mixed martial arts. Kung Fu. And this all kind of stemmed from um, that video you shared of George Harrison talking about peace. And uh, yeah, he's really he's he was much more attuned to really than I think John was. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. He seemed to have a little more depth than uh, Christmas. song. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to a client today about how they are trying to establish a consistent meditation practice. And then they were noticing that if they tried to do it at different times of the day, there was a garbage truck that would go by or there were loud noises of this or that, and that the world got a lot more active if they meditated later in the day. And it was a lot easier to meditate at the dawn, right before the world wakes up. And I said, well, and the practice of meditation is that you can practice no matter what. And that any chance that there you have to be embedded in a situation where it's louder and there's more noise and there's a jackhammer across the street working and you can still meditate deepens the gift because now you recognize that you're not at the mercy of anything to practice. And I think it's our story about why peace isn't possible. That's actually makes that true. It's not that peace isn't possible. It's that we somehow concoct this belief that there's no way to be at peace because X, Y, Z external factor. Well, then you even, you know, the course in miracles lesson is there is only peace. That's all there is. So everything else is your story. You're making up and when you're ready to let that go, when it's more important to be happy. Well, and I think peace and happiness, there should be a distinction because I don't necessarily have to be happy to be at peace. Oh, you want to have an argument, huh? <laughs> um, didn't I just say that a couple minutes ago? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was a little, I was a little uneasy about the fact that we weren't arguing. <laughs> I was, it, I felt un, at peace. I only feel at peace when we're bickering, Greg. All right. Well, then I shall acquiesce. By not acquiescing the Mobius strip of life. Mm. Peace is a choice. I think peace and joy go hand in hand. Skipping through the forest. Yep. Smoking a big spleef. <laughs> Singing all we are saying. How's that War Is Over song go? I can't even think of it right now. War is over if you want it. 
That's it. War is over now. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It was the original inspiration for We Are the World. <laughs> <laughs> and you read that in uh, TMZ? <laughs> I read that in the backs of my own eyeballs. <laughs> Mark went the Gazette of Mark went. He just makes up stories. Wouldn't that be a funny newspaper? We should try that as a segment. Weekend update with Greg and Mark. Yeah, I think uh, peace broke out in Uzbekistan today <laughs> when all of the Russian army got high on weed and decided it wasn't worth it. Wouldn't it be awesome if there was just a newscast that every every newscast they just got on? You know, here weekend update, seven o'clock news. The world is perfect. All right, see you later. <laughs> I've thought about wanting to do the good news as a weekly newscast. Well, there where, is a good news newspaper, right? I but I want to like there. just like where we got the talking heads now on CNN. I want to be you know the good news network. Right. GNN, ooh, we're onto something there. And GNN, a supplement company. Yeah. Well, anyway, GNC. they'll sponsor us, maybe. maybe. But um, then, of course, we talk about the things that happen, like so and so's like brain surgery went well today, and they didn't die. <laughs> and this orphanage got funded after a long struggle, right? And right. you know this this person was able to save their farm. From last week, remember the story we did about the farm where they were, and you guys all came through and donated and they saved their farm, you know, like, and this person, like, yeah, me, but there you're just it, hinting and, at a bad story because you're saying last week we reported they're losing their farm. They might lose their farm, and, and but the good news is, See, you, so you're starting to edge away from the good news. That's true. Greg's but, going know, into surgery tomorrow for his brain and he might die. <laughs> But the good news Tune is in Monday, <laughs> but you get what I'll I'm saying, that. right? Either the people will be going, Hey, what about that story about Greg? Well, we're not going to report on that. So moving right along. <laughs> yeah. We can't report on that. Cause that's not good news. <laughs> Jerry, the puppy got adopted today. <laughs> <laughs> this June, 640,000 men and women graduated from college. And that's the good news. Starbucks lowered its prices. No, that didn't happen. No. You know, they do make a good cup of coffee. Yeah. Well, lattes. I don't drink coffee. I can't drink at Starbucks. Really? No. It's impossible. Like you put it in your hand and your hand just doesn't move, freezes up. I choose not to drink Starbucks coffee. I am. They they are beneath my level of tastes. So what coffee establishment do you support? Well, my first pick is Redwell coffee. That's a solid pick. My second pick is Pete's coffee. That's a good pick. Right. My third pick. Is rustic bakery coffee? Well, they use Equator down here. Do they right. use Equator up there? Yep. Yeah, Equator. And then great if I'm if I'm at a Starbucks, I'm not buying coffee. You're buying a cinnamon roll? Probably not. Their baked goods suck. What? Yeah, Starbucks baked goods suck. Well, their lattes are good. 
It's hard to screw up a latte. Oh, I don't know. There's if you get a but something that's all water and chaos, there's no bite to it. Fucking a lot of places screw up a latte. Mm. I think it could be said that for some people, peace starts with that first sip of coffee in the morning. Yeah. Peace starts with that first blowjob in the morning. First blowjob. I like how you said that. That's, <laughs> that's my kind of timeline. My kind of piece. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> the problem is that I'm first blowjob usually takes till noon. So it's not really in the morning anymore. Problem is when you're in a cell and you're the one giving them. Yeah, could be. Yeah. That reminds me of that gratitude statement. You know, gratitude is an important part of peace. <clears throat> Staying on topic, sort of. Yeah. It is. It is an important part. What? Why, though? I thought you were going to elaborate. No. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, so we got the Peace News Network. Gratitude is the underpinning of peace. We got the piece of morning blowjobs, the piece of that satisfying morning coffee. We haven't mentioned peace in the Middle East yet because it's, it's impossible fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny how we both had the same conclusion. <laughs> oh, God. But if you look at it for a second, Israel and Arab, are, they're not fighting right now. So oh, technically, yeah, no. there's peace. No, they're fighting. <laughs> Israel Someone lobbed a rocket. Israeli today government is smashing Palestinians so hard. It's just, it's. Well, I haven't heard of it, so I'm at peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ostrich man. <laughs> and therein lies the peace of God's. Ignorance is bliss. Or peace. Ignorance is peace. Well, isn't bliss and peace <clears throat> the same thing? Um, you know, that's a great question. And the I'd answer say, is yes, they are the same thing. Moving right along. Yeah. So I had the mistaken idea that somehow because we hadn't heard any news of law, you know, rockets being lobbed or Palestinians being beat up. That there was nothing bad happening between Israel and Palestine today. No, it's it's a continual it's a continual thing. It's really it's it's genocide at a level that's so crazy that I think the world should step in and say to Israel, yo, it's time for this to stop. Oh, they have. There's literally been four UN resolutions. Well, there's one country that really needs to step up and not be a part of it. And that country is the United States of America. Yeah. Well, yeah. And apparently uh, now our podcast is going to be ostracized. We're going to get a call from the Jewish information, information, inflammation, the Jewish inflammation league. <laughs> <laughs> is your STD bothering you today? <laughs> the Jewish Inflammation League is here to. <laughs> we'll snip it for you. Bring you peace. 
by taking a piece. God, we've sunk to new lows. <laughs> Just about ready for that blow, Joe. Wait, it's the defamation league. Thank you. Right. The defamation league. Isn't that what happens when you're in the restroom? You defamate? No, you defecate. <laughs> the Jewish defecation league. Well, they weren't going to bother us until now. <laughs> yeah, I'm making sure that door is wide open. Yeah, Greg. I'm in. Greg's a glutton for punishment. Yep. Sometimes to my own lack of peace. Yep. I yep. just kick that hornet's nest. It's funny because we were talking about the fact that you're Jewish last week. And so here you are cementing your status as a. Yeah. And I used to refusenic. be like. Nick. Yeah, because part of what we talked about is the um, my Hebrew school. And uh, in my youth, I was very pro-Israel, and they were such heroes to me. And, you know, like the Six-Day War, when they're attacked on all sides on the high holidays where everything's closed down, and they just shut that war down in six days. But now it is digress to it's like animal farm you know they have become the enemy that they were believing they were going to stand against yeah <clears throat> they're not at peace no and uh, and i think the really sad part to it all is ultimately from what i see most of the people want peace on both sides they don't want this chaos but there's the government and the weapons manufacturings yeah and, and, and israel's the fourth largest weapons manufacturer in the in, in the whole globe oh really yep i didn't know that yep they also have supposedly the most elite spy network of the whole world yep You know why? Because we never hear of them. <laughs> well, in that case, Moped Outlaws has the most elite spy network. Well, who says we aren't the same? Because uh, we're better than that. No, the Moped Outlaws is just a an acronym for the Mossad Outlaws. <laughs> Mossad. <laughs> I don't even know what Mossad is. <clears throat> okay. That's good. Okay. I'm going to keep it that way. The Def Jewish Defamation League might know what the Mossad is. Or the Jewish Defecation League. Oh, God. Or the Stop. Jewish Definition League. Definitely, I'm definitely not at peace with this podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's For those of you who are still tuned in, <laughs> we're going to see how many more times Greg has to say the D word. The dick word? No, the other one. Donald? Keep you'll get there. I'll 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 ring a bell when it happens. Okay. That bell better be ready. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> Who's there? Dick. <laughs> dick who? Dick Cheney. <laughs> he's back. And he's black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. You know, for an episode about peace, we really have digressed. 
I wish I could blame myself. I wish I could too. Wait, I wish I <laughs> blame could blame me. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd say it's, it really comes down to the fact that the website melted down today and <clears throat> we're, our timing's off. yesterday, yesterday morning. Wow, you've really been going hardcore. Were you up all night working on it? Fuck no, at around 8.30 or 9 last night, I was like, okay, I... I need to just stop because I've hit a wall. And here's the other thing, like pieces that were broken this morning, like started coming back online. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Cause there's nothing logically that said that should be happening. But part of the process of when you're not in control of the server, you're working with third parties is you don't know what's going on on their end. There's an element of trust from what you hear. So it does point to the fact that they were having trouble and they weren't communicating with me everything. And as their trouble starting to clear up, these things started coming back into place. <sighs> Sounds like someone moved a yellow wire in the wrong place. Well, <laughs> someone did something. And they're not having a peaceful Friday. Well, they weren't having a peaceful Thursday. No. And neither was Greg. Though there was an element of, you know, there is an element of <clears throat> like the famous uh Churchill statement when you're in hell, you just keep walking. So I like it, that. Yeah. There was an element for me of just, you know, not yelling, not throwing shit around. Still having enjoyable moments throughout the day. But overall, this thing was like I woke up this morning with it on my mind. Yeah. I was just sitting here thinking while you were talking and um, which isn't a good way to listen. <clears throat> we covered that last episode in case you missed it. Did Not we? Back. Really? And what I was thinking about was how many songs have the word peace in it? Spelled specifically P-E-A-C. Right. So let's do it. We'll go back and forth. We'll do one and then I, next guy got to do one until we run out. All right. You go first. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Give peace a chance. Peace train. Ah, uh, fuck. That was my next one. Um, world peace. Is that a song? Yeah. It is? Yeah. By who? I don't know who does it. Can you hum it? <laughs> yeah, it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so that was a quick game. <laughs> Please write in or or put in the comment section on, on, on Facebook any other songs that have the word peace in them. This is pretty clearly the problem. We Isn't need more songs. Marley song called World Peace? I don't know. I think there is. All right. I'm, I'm looking it up. See and it we've reached the Google portion of the show. Once again, the Spotify. Hey, there's some people who aren't at peace with Spotify right now. Neil Young. See, throughout, throughout our uh, series of episodes, it continually comes up that Neil Young is a pigeon. I think he is right for speaking his mind. I think a lot of people agreed with him, which is why 
there's an issue. And I think it's funny because no one did anything when the owner of Spotify donated a hundred million dollars to invested a hundred million dollars in a weapons manufacturing stock portfolio, which would have been a much more potent thing to jump on the bandwagon for than Joe fucking Rogan. Like, come on, where were you when he was investing all that money in weapons manufacturing? Meanwhile, you think Joe Rogan's the problem? It's Spotify and the ownership of Spotify that's the problem. Well, there are a lot of uh, songs titled World Peace. The top one is by the band Cro-Mags. Okay. See, I, I personally like Spotify. Yeah, I understand why people like it. Well, Taylor Swift has a song called Peace. Peace Frog. Peace Frog? You haven't heard that? The Doors. Wow. You haven't heard that song? I'm going to definitely go look that up as soon as we're done. Peace Frog. Uh, Yeah. Forgot about that one. (sighs) The Doors. There's a killer on the road. I don't know the rest. <laughs> One of my favorite um, parts about being in the band I was in called Commander Casual and the Cool Cat Crusaders was there was a series of gigs one summer where we realized that doing End of the Night by The Doors was the perfect way to end, you know, three sets of live rock and roll music. And I just love the, the cacophony and intensity of and darkness because it goes like it's that deep dirgy kind of thing. But then there's also these sections where it just gets all kind of crazy. And the way we did it was even more jam bandish and more like wild. And um, yeah, so that's my favorite door song memory is end of the night. And Commander Casual had a that was a solid band, solid music, solid people in it. And we're all still alive. It's time for a reunion. I don't know. Good luck with that. Let's see how you do with your current reunion. <laughs> Where's the peace? How's the peace in your current reunion? It's fine, I think. As he reels over in pain. My ah! knee hurts. Ah! Um, yeah, I mean, it may not materialize. It all depends on whether we get given a date by the Nevada, the North Bay, the North Saho oh. Business Association. Hey, we what's Squaw now called? I don't know. I heard Squaw Valley changed their name. Oh. Well, Maybe. when you find out what the new name is, let us know. Jerry. Jerry, Jerry Valley. Jerry Valley. <laughs> okay. Squaw Valley. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I think this podcast proves that there's not a lot of comedy value in peace. I think this has been a very funny podcast. I know. Here it comes. You have that bell ready? Just ask the Jewish Defecation League. That's not a bell. I am not at peace with this at all. (laughs) Is this a bell? Hey, we're supposed to. No. No. Um, is this a bell? 
Nope. Hey, our producer says that, uh, we're supposed to tease the next episode. Well, what I'll say about that is that teasing is an important part of lovemaking. And so teasing the Valentine's Day episode would also be an important part of podcast making. (laughs) So make circles around that areola, but don't touch. Don't touch the nipple. Just feel the ripple. Keep it simple. (laughs) Don't touch the nipple. Yeah, we're going to talk about all things Valentine's Day for the first five minutes of next week's podcast. And we'll see if we get much further than that. Love. Um, D-U-M-B love. Love. D-U-M-B love. Love, F-U-C-K, love, <laughs> love, bitter I am. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tasted you lately. Hey, did little, uh, that was just disgusting. Did Yoda have a mate? We don't know. Secret there's, he was. There's no visible evidence of that. Homosexual he was. Rogu, who is the new version of Yoda in the new TV series, followed his after Yoda dies. Rogu comes into existence. And we don't know exactly how Grogu came into existence yet. Hmm. So it could be that Yoda had a baby and that's who Grogu is. Or it could be like Anakin Skywalker and it's a virgence in the forest where they just kind of are spontaneously conceived without a father. Is that what happened to Anakin? Yeah. Anakin's mom, Shmi Skywalker, never had a lover, but Anakin appears in her womb mysteriously in episode one. And that was one of the first layers of people's like, what? (laughs) Darth Vader is like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Like What? They quietly swept that under the sands of that's Tatooine. That's so funny. So that's it, like uh, Lucas just wasn't comfortable with sex. And he's like, you know what? Uh, yeah, she's got a baby, but. Uh, well, supposedly the midichlorians coalesced into and the force created life. Jesus. Jesus walking on the water. Jesus walking on. Vader cut him down. Vader <laughs> cut him down. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. The world could really use some peace. The world according to Garp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I can say is recording stopped. <laughs>